Welcome to the Get With It podcast. I will be your host, Elizabeth. This podcast will focus on the decline of women in technology and how our grassroots organization works with the community to foster relationships and reducing the gap of women in tech. We will be talking with both men and women on how to continue to move the needle forward on those relationships. For more information, please check us out at getwitit.org. All right. Thank you for listening to another edition of the Get Wit It podcast. Today, we have the fabulous Monica, and um, I always screw up last names, Dominic. 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 See, why do I do that to you, Dominic? See, everybody always calls me Dominique, and I always chuckle because, like, I don't have a Q in it, so it's just Dominic. Dominic. Yeah, I don't know why that, why? Why would they call you that? Dominique. Dominique. (laughs) (laughs) That's funny. So, um, okay, girl, we're going to get on. First, we like we like to hear all about your background and how you got into IT and all that good jazz and where you are now and all your great history. And then, um, I don't know, we just, you know, I have a lot of sidebar questions I ask. Like, I love your necklace. So um, where'd you get your necklace? (laughs) Sidebar question right away. (laughs) (laughs) I think I'm, I'm big into accessories. So I think, um, I don't know, maybe Charming Charlie's back in the day. Oh, there you go. All right. Okay. All right. So, all right. Start us off. You don't have to go all the way to birth. Okay. Good. Yeah. But like a little, maybe a little after that. Okay. Well, (laughs) um, how about I start off around the IT world? Okay. Perfect. Okay. Is that a good starting plan? That's a great starting plan. Perfect. So yeah, I have been in sales for very long time. Um, I know I don't look it, but I'm well into my 40s as well. Um, oh my God. The 40 club is looking good. The 40 these club. Days. We are looking fabulous, girls. These girls. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I was in sales and I did professional sales for my whole life. My sales and marketing went to college for uh, my graduate degrees in marketing. And when I got into the, the business world, I did marketing for a while, hated it. So went into sales and did professional uh, level sales for quite some time. And I had sat on a board with my current CEO, uh, a nonprofit board, because we're both really into community support and community involvement. And he had asked me if I knew of a salesperson who was looking, and this was solely in the IT field. And I, my answer was, uh, are you asking me if I know someone or are you asking if I'm interested? And it, lo and behold, he was really interested to see if I would join his company. And at the time, the only thing I knew about IT was how to spell it. And I got I-N-T. In, right, and exactly. But what's it stand for? <laughs> so that was how I started. That's how I how I got into IT uh, because he and said, "Is this Monty?" No. So this is Keith Stevens, our CEO, and he's the founder of PSI. Oh, okay. Uh, Twenty eight years we've been open now, but Keith had um, 
eight years ago asked me if I would join the team and said, I can teach you IT. What I can't teach is everything else that you have and you know. So I joined the company and I quickly learned that IT was its own language. And I more importantly learned that there weren't a lot of women at the table. And then even more so, not where there are not only a lot of women at the table, but there weren't a lot of women for lack of a better wording, like looked like I did, who was really into fashion and hair and makeup. There just weren't a lot of women like that. So um, I immediately started uh, surrounding myself with the amazing women in IT in all categories and just really immerse myself into the technology, to understanding what it means, what it is, adding value. And you know, now I've been here eight years. Yeah, I've been to that office. You got some hotties in that front office, man. <laughs> it's a great office space. Like it's just well, a great this office. This all before COVID too. Yes, I mean, of course. I haven't been to the office since COVID hit. Yeah, you have not been to our office recently. Yeah. I have not been to our office recently <laughs> <laughs> because COVID had hit. So exactly. So um, okay, so sales girl, rocking mm -hmm. it out. Yeah. So yeah. tell me, okay, so before PSI, what did you, this hasn't been your only gig, right? Oh, gosh, no, like I was saying, you know, I've been in the in sales for 20 plus years, um, but it's my only IT sales job. What were so the prior other, to that, hmm? what were the other ones? So prior to that, I just, uh, I would grow teams, uh, whether it was in the financial world, I worked for one of the big Fortune 50 companies in town. Um, I had you and you worked at that same company a little bit too. Oh man. Sidebar conversation. I was talking to somebody um, out of Cincinnati and I was like, everybody I feel like does a, some sort of stint at this particular company, whether it's a long term or short term, but everybody who's in the Columbus area somewhere on their resume it says this particular company <laughs> i did nine years at that company oh my god i don't know how you did it mm -hmm. i don't know how i did it either girl drink um, a lot of wine yeah, I, I, I traveled all over the country though. So I would like sow my wild oats. So I would leave said company for a couple years and I'd go off someplace and I, you know, was a snowboard instructor on a mountain in Montana. I, you know, was a nanny in the state of Washington. I was, you know, all over the place. So it was a lot of fun, but sales and marketing was always just kind of where I'm rooted. Um, do a lot of volunteering stuff with nonprofits. I'm really passionate about helping the community be better. And that's why you're so involved in Get With It. That's right. <laughs> that's why you are so Get With It. <laughs> <laughs> so um okay so we're at psi and you have some major clients like psi has major clients yeah. are you allowed to share any of those with us well how about we um don't ask permission and just ask for forgiveness so i'll say we have a Okay, let me be cautious with some of this. So some of it is L Brands. You know, we've got L Brands are one of our big accounts. Um, we support the Ohio State University. The Ohio. And uh, Wexner Medical Center, AEP, Ohio Health. Um, 
Nysource. In the past, we've done partnerships with various companies like Wendy's as well. Um, so yeah, we were, it, but I'll say so that there are, yes, a lot of the big companies in Columbus, but we also find our sweet spot with a lot of those mid-sized companies. So we work a lot with, you know, GBQ and CVG and a lot of the smaller acronym companies, FBW uh, in town. So a lot of those ones too. And you can see a comprehensive um, client list on our website. So I'm not breaking any laws because <laughs> it is published on our website. Well, since you brought it up, what's the website? PSI92.com. So it stands for Pro Team Solutions Incorporated. And then the year we were founded, 92. So. Oh, okay. So PSI92.com. Okay. Yep. We'll probably say it again at the end. So Absolutely. Um, Okay, so um, aside from PSI and being busy and working those accounts, what do you, um, so let's be honest here, Monica has a fabulous life. So um, the last time I talked to her, I believe, uh, Miss Things down in Florida, living the life. I was down in Florida. Well, let's be real though. My mom lives the life and she has, she has a couple houses and one of them is on a beach in Florida. And, and I was able to, Mike and I, my husband, we were able to go down there for a couple weeks. So couple yeah. Weeks. And that was in the middle of COVID. So we got a, a reprieve to just sit on a beach and still social distance. And, and you worked from there because you did because you were working before I talked to you. And, then, and I think, didn't we video chat? And I was like, hey, see the beach behind yeah, me? Yeah, you did. You were very, very <laughs> Making me jelly. How about? Because you were like, oh, yeah, and there's the beach. <laughs> like, oh, oh, right there. <laughs> like, there's the ocean. I was like, damn it. Oh. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And so um, you travel a ton. Yeah. My husband and I are just huge travelers. And I'll tell you, it started when I met Mike, he only had one, one stamp in his passport. And I was like, Oh, no, 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 <laughs> no, 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 that does not that does not work in this lifestyle. But my family, we were just travelers. I grew up traveling. I was very, very fortunate that my mom, dad, and my sister and I we just traveled all the time. So it was in my DNA, it was in my nature. And my husband and I we like to do at least, you know, three to five trips a year, and we like to get out of, um, out of the country at least once a year. Um, as one could imagine, though, with that kind of travel, we don't have children and we don't have pets. So I think that's what affords us the ability to, because I know a lot of my friends who have kids. <laughs> so during COVID, she didn't, Monica here did not have to do any school, homeschooling. Did not. No. Not no. a one. No, she was not out on the beach with her cocktail working. I was for two weeks. But yeah. now, like now it's this COVID crap, girl. It has ruined like four of my vacations. Yeah, it's not, it's not good. So speaking of this wretched COVID, wait, first, where were the four trips going to be? Let's talk about that first. Oh, well, luckily, the end of January, we went to Mexico. So we got that one in. We got that one in. And then there was, let me see, in March, we were supposed to go to Florida for a week. I was going with a bunch of girls for a week. Um, and that had to get canceled. My girls trip got canceled. And then we were supposed to go to, um, 
Oh boy. Um, it's slipping my mind. Anyway, but we got a Boston Marathon because my husband's a runner. So Boston Marathon got canceled. Then we were supposed to go back down to Florida. That got canceled. We were supposed to go out to Connecticut to marry. I was going to marry my aunt. That I saw that. You so did, it, did it online. It was that. so cool. It was so cool. You but did it that got canceled. That was like the coolest thing. I saw it on uh, Facebook. I was like, look at her. Just She yeah. might have not been there, but she was there. I was, I still got to marry them and they set it up. We did a zoom call and they set it up with like a giant screen TV. So their guests who were there socially distanced, uh, were able to still see it. So it was really special, but yeah, that got canceled. And now in October, we're supposed to go to the Finger Lakes area for some winery stuff. And right now, New York saying you're not allowed in the, in the, in the state. So yeah. So, um, okay, now that that's kind of bummy news, how about, how has it, how has this all affected you in PSI and accounts and because yeah. a ton of us got laid off because of this. And, yeah. I mean, yeah. We, so. you know, I'm very, very fortunate that I work for PSI. It's a company that's really rooted, um, in strength. And as I said, we've been in, in business now for 28 years. So, with that comes a lot of learning and fortunately our owner survived 2008 and when that had happened so he we're, we're fortunate enough i i say that or keith says don't ever let a good recession go to waste so it's what can we learn from it and when this hit and it hit so feverishly and fast and nobody was prepared for it of course we did see a reduction in some of our business uh, Fortunately, though, and knock on wood, it wasn't a ton. Uh, so we didn't, in, in our internal staff, we didn't lose anybody uh, in our internal staff. So we really utilized this time to get back to what makes us special. And that's our team. That's our culture. And we really rooted in daily stand-ups, daily one-on-ones. Um, we started doing challenges where some have been with a team member and some have been personal, but there are personal goals that you set for yourself to make yourself better. So it's not just about work. It's about what can you do now? What can we as a team do to help you be a better person? Whether it's I wanna lose weight or I need to work on my physical therapy because somebody had an arm surgery or it's I wanna just become a better person and I wanna do that by self-meditation and reading then we encourage you as a team. Uh, and then we also take professional development to that next level as well. So we have been utilizing the downtime to grow our people and grow our team. And I think when we first went into this, our leadership team was a bit concerned about what is 100% remote going to do to our culture? What's it going to look like? And it ended up being a beautiful thing. So we see the silver lining saying like, you know what, our team is stronger than ever. We have each other's back to the core. And then about a month ago, business started cranking back up again. So now we've seen, and now we get the ability to go to people and say, hey, they want you back. Or hey, here's another, here's a new opportunity. Can we represent you for this? And a bigger side is working with the client. We don't do commodity selling. It's, uh, it's not transactional, it's relationship-based. 
So it's me and my sales team being able to go into a company saying, I'm seeing the results. I'm seeing what you're going through. I'm seeing your stock price. Your prices are rising now. And, you know, I know you just won these new accounts and these new challenges. And what can we do to work with this together? So it's been really neat. It's uh, a silver lining that I don't think anybody expected. Well, that's good. No, that's positive, right? Very. That's great. So, wow, you got new accounts coming out of this whole COVID thing. We did. We closed a new one. Now, I'll say that I'm part of some roundtables, industry roundtables that are nationwide. And every two weeks, we get together and just kind of say, hey, what have you guys been seeing in the tech world and other parts of the, the country? And new accounts is not one of them. <laughs> right. so, yeah, that is not what you're hearing. Um, and we have closed one new account where we have brand new people inside there, um, which is really awesome. And that just makes you confident of what the market's going to hopefully be down to. That's great. What, um, so I have to go back. I have to go back. Sorry. Yeah. Take it back. Then. Um, I have to go back. So, um, <laughs> when you got into how much, if any, knowing you girl, you probably just dominated the hell out of it, but did you have any struggle with IT? Because the IT world, they talk different. They do. And they're, and they're introverts. Uh -huh. and they don't like happy hour like we like happy hours. No. Yeah. So how it was, was. It's Well, you're right. I mean, again, and, and, and people laugh at me when I say the only thing I knew about IT was how to spell it. But that is a true statement because you get into it and just because I know how to program my computer or program my TV does not mean I know IT, right? Uh, and I got into the world and I started, and my, my first week I went to a conference, an industry conference, and I talk. I'm very good at talking and I'm very good at just like shooting the shit with people and just becoming friends and I met this woman and I instantly go into a sales pitch with her. Oh, what do you need? What do you do? What can I help with? And she said, Oh, you know, Monica, I do need somebody. I'm looking for someone right now. Can your team help me? Of course we can help you. Of course I can have resumes to you in a, in a week. What, what, what's the position? And she had, she said, well, it's an AS 400 developer. And I was like, done. Easy. We got those all day long. We got those. And I went back to my team and I was all proud, like, hey guys, I got us a wreck in my first four days on the job. Let's do this. And they all looked at me like glossed over. And they were like, you want an AS400 developer for $60,000 a year? I was like, yeah. Isn't that, that's normal, right? And when I saw the expressions on their face, and they were like, that can never happen. We'll never be able to do that. They, what they want somebody, AS400, that has two years of experience. And they're like, it doesn't happen. And it confused me. I didn't, I didn't know what that meant. I didn't understand it. So I had to immerse myself in it. And it was a matter of, I've been in sales leadership for a long time. And you have to be a subject matter expert. You have to know what you're talking about when you're in consulting world, right? In consultative selling, you have to know what you're talking about. So it was a learning curve. I surrounded myself with people. I read a million books. I went online, um, watched videos. I wanted to know what, it, what AS400 was. I had to go learn and I had to learn about legacy applications. 
And I started all the way from square one of the first computer program. And I did all the research and, and knowledge digging on where we are today. Because if you, in my, in my mind back then, if you didn't know the foundation of what IT was, then you won't understand where it is. Right. I had to do the same thing. I had to learn and I still am learning every day. It's crazy. Well, and I think that's a thing. You can learn something and think you're on top of it. Man, we did a big mobile project for one of our clients. And I thought, I was like, oh, yeah, good. I know a lot of stuff about this. Girl, that changed within two months. It just, and oh, yeah. it, it changes so fast. Within a day, your code can be outdated. It can be irrelevant. The platform you're building it on could just be obsolete. Or just no longer a thing. So, oh yeah, I can definitely. It's, it's so changing. Yeah, fast, fast. Yeah, I could just see you going in and being so excited, and then them looking at you like, "What the hell did you?" <laughs> did you say AS four hundred? I'm like, yeah. Did I get it wrong? Is it like AS four fifty? What? What is it? <laughs> I had no idea. So. And, and I still don't, you know, there's, and I think a big thing that I tell people who are starting off in the tech world or in college and they want to go into tech, I try to impart on them that you got to be very specific. Do you want to be a front end developer? <laughs> like know where you do want to be in data storage or security, know where you want to be because it is a world in each one of those categories. It's so deep in life. It is. It is. It definitely is. So, um, okay, well, what's it like um, working with your accounts? Like, yeah. Sometimes well, it can be difficult. To say the least. No, I'll be, I'll be true. All of our accounts are pretty darn cool. Um, they're awesome. It's more about just learning what their needs are and you have to learn about their environment, their culture, what they're, what they're standing for, what they mean, what is driving that company uh, because that is then what you go find, right? So to me, it's not, again, it's not a transactional environment. It's about building relationships. It's about being a consultant. It's about looking at somebody and saying, hey, you're asking me for this, but you don't need that. You don't need that. Here's what you should be doing or partner with this company because this is what they're experts at. Um, you know, but especially we deal, again, primarily with IT. So it's understanding that language. It's understanding where they're coming from. Are they competing with some big Bay Area emerging technology company? Well, it's also telling them, hey, these are the people you're trying to convert from San Fran. This is what you need to have in, in your environment. This is what it should look like. And then that can go down to as simple as free snacks in the office because that's what happens in San Fran. So when you're trying to get the, get the high-level talent and you're, you're operating in a stuffy cubicle area where everybody wears suits and ties, then you're, only, you're not going to get what you're looking for, right? So it's just about confront, like confronting and level setting expectations, befriending and adding value. I, somebody asked me 
Elizabeth, how do you win over your teams? I mean, you're like, when you work with them, like you win them over. And I'm like, fucking donuts. Snacks. Oh my God. They love it. Well, you've been in our office. Our fridge is full of every snack, candy, and we've got like loads of chips and bagels and it's a carb lover's dream. I'm pretty sure I came like Valentine's week or Valentine's day. When I came to visit you, oh. it was God, the chocolate strawberries sitting out on the counter and the yeah. girls all had their own like little Valentine bags from Monty. Yeah. And yeah. I was just like, Oh my God, <laughs> I could just sit on this beautiful couch here and eat yep. chocolate strawberries all day, long. all day, all day, all day long. Yes. <laughs> Yes. Yes. So, but I think that that's a thing, right? So I don't know. It's but it to me, it's become far more than selling. The life inside PSI is just so ingrained in my soul because it's not just about selling and it's about relationships. It's about growing Columbus. It's about making Columbus a bigger, better tech spot. Um, bringing the right people to the table with the right clients, merging them together. It's, it's just awesome. So that, I think that was a big transition too. When I went from being like sales, 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 go, 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 like a cheerleader. And it stopped being that. And it started being about what are we building? And is it sustainable? Is it lasting? How many lives are we changing by the work that we're doing? Well, see, I think that's pretty big and important, huh? Yeah, I think it's definitely, (laughs) definitely, definitely. Okay. So, um, only because I know this, there's quite a few, but, um, you mentioned nonprofits other than get with it, which, um, you're speaking at the conference. I am. One of the best that I have ever heard. Um, Oh my, it's so funny because it's so true. So to give everybody, um, you've people listening to this have probably seen this particular talk, but it's mansplaining. Oh my God. Give an example. Yeah. So it's man's my whole topic. Most requested topic that I do is this be heard and it's the critical communication skills for women in the workplace. And it's about dealing with the mansplaining and the appropriation and the, the not having your voice at the table and what a disservice that is not only to you, to you, but to us as women, right? Rise up, ladies. Come on. We've got a voice. Let's use it. And it's teaching women how to do that and how to, there's examples that I go about uh, in the topic that we do where gentlemen will stand up, not in our session, right? Not in my session. I've got great guys who come in there, but um, examples where a woman will say something and a man will stand up in the middle of the conference room that she just said her point at and say, here's what she's meaning to say. Here's what Monica's meaning to say. Like, excuse me, sir, sit your butt down. I have no problem finding my voice, but many women do. And then they feel slighted. So uh, yeah, I created a topic a couple years ago and it's just been requested across, across the country. It's pretty cool. You did it in Cleveland and you were a Wonder Woman 
Kate. I did. That's right. That's right. For those who don't know, um, I was at a conference and um, I had on a suit, like our black slacks and I think a leather jacket, a leather blazer. And in the beginning of the presentation, I said, oh, I'm Monica Dominic from PSI, but none of that matters because today I'm and I like ripped open my jacket and they had a Wonder Woman shirt on there and the whole audience and there was probably a couple hundred people in there, right? Oh my god, so funny. <laughs> oh my god. And I, like people were like, Did you go hear Wonder Woman talk? Oh, did they? I didn't and know like, that. Who the hell is Wonder Woman? Like I couldn't I, figure out who Wonder Woman was. <laughs> And then you probably saw the photos because <laughs> I did. So then it occurred to me who Wonder Woman was, which was you. After um, I think Angie's the one who told me, "Oh, that had to be Monica," and I was like, "What? Really? Yeah." I had no idea that people were. Now I, I will say that um, you know what what happens often after that is I get bum rushed at the stage at the end, and everybody's like, "Hey, what are you?" Let me talk. Like, can can you be my mentor? Can you help me with this? And I'm like, girls, yes, 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 is always going to be the answer. Always, will always help you find your voice. That's so funny because I just remember that. I was remembering like, oh my god, did you hear Wonder Woman? And I was like, Who, what? Yeah, I love it. Yay. And I hadn't seen you, so I had no idea there was this, you know, reveal okay. that happened. And <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, that's what happened. That was a great one. That was, that, that was a fun conference. That was a really fun conference. That was a fun conference. That was the first year at Cleveland. It was the first year at Cleveland. Yeah. Now they're in year three. I know. It's so exciting. And now we've got Pittsburgh. And now we have Pittsburgh and Cincinnati. And want... Cincy? Oh, I love it. I love every bit of it. Wow. I can't wait to, to go speak there. Oh, my God. It on is... the other side of COVID. Yes, on the other side of COVID. So, all right. So, other than Get With It, you've got... You've got other well, organizations you're part of. Oh, yeah. So um, for, our, well, me or my company, which? Both. So I'll tell you, that's another reason why I stayed with PSI as long as I have is because they're community driven. So as I said, you know, when Keith and I sat on a board together, it was community for new direction. And that's helping inner city youth find the right path, stay on it, drug free, violence free. Uh, and it's just an incredible organization. And I was with them on their board for about eight years. Uh, I also started my own nonprofit. It's no longer in existence, but I started my own nonprofit uh, where I helped returning soldiers build their resumes, learn how to interview, learn how to get jobs and find their voice. Because in the military, even though it wasn't just for women when I did that, but in the military, you have to learn how to be uh, a worker, right? Like you have to take direction. So then they were finding that they didn't have a voice. Uh, I also sit on the board for one of, for the firefighters association in Westerville, um, do that. And then just a lot with active youth and PSI really supports that. And if you look at our senior leadership team in PSI, every one of us is very involved in community development from a nonprofit perspective. We've got Alvis House, we've got um, COSI, 
then of course community for new direction all sorts of just in uh, community support centers and then we also do support days that align with what my own personal goals are too so we'll go volunteer at nationwide children's hospital as a company we'll close down we'll close down the whole office about once a quarter we'll go to the food bank we go to homeless shelters we do whatever we can to help the so now, really I'm assuming you haven't been doing any of that since COVID. Well, so we've been doing it differently since COVID. Uh, that was a big thing. And I'll say just about our overall employees, one of the things that people were missing through COVID is the ability to help the community. So what we also do is almost monthly, we help uh, different tech organizations because we want to help bring the technology the emerging tech people so the tech elevators uh, We can code all of those different ones We have a lot of volunteer hours that we give and we're even able to do that via zoom now So we do a lot where we help um, Just even today a couple hours ago for a couple hours. I was bopping in and out of tech uh, tech elevators Yeah, they had their graduation Yep yeah, and I was able to it? go in there. Oh, it was awesome. Some of the technologies, oh, it's so much fun. Just seeing what some of these young professionals are coming up with. And then I would always ask, so in every one that I was in, kind of critiquing and giving them advice and helping and having them pitch to me, at the end I would say, what about you? What did you think of these past 12 weeks? Because Tech Elevator is awesome, how they bring their people in, and for yeah. 12 weeks they just – they grow it and it, it, so it's just incredible just to hear the budding personalities and then knowing that that's who we get to represent as, as our city in Columbus. Oh God, girl, I love it. So we work a lot with Tony at Perscalis and just all of the different organizations that we can to help because those organizations aren't stopping. No. And then there's um, a woman's uh, abuse shelter that I'm recently getting involved with where these women, because unfortunately with COVID, they've seen an uptick in the women coming to live in the shelter. Oh, and these right. women need to learn or want to get back to work or want to learn how to have a conversation or a Zoom call. So now I'm giving in volunteer hours to those organizations also virtually. So there's a lot that we can still be doing. It's just not face-to-face. -face. Wow. That's great that you've continued that pretty awesome because you know awesome. a lot of people are just holding on by their teeth to they are. so they are. they've cut out all those extra programs which there are needed more now than ever before ever. we actually did our leadership team I was very impressed maybe two months into COVID uh, they recognized that we as a whole people started having a little bit more time in their day. Even when you were working, we were working harder, we were working consistent, but was there a couple hours a week that you had? And we, we polled everyone and said, be honest, it's okay if you have an extra two hours because we're gonna use it to help the nonprofit world in whatever capacity it is. So, and every single person wrote down at least one hour a week that they'd be willing to give to help in, in some sort of nonprofit capacity. That's really cool. That's really cool. Uh, yeah, I, I've talked to a lot of people, and they um, said since COVID has hit and people have been working from home, people have been like more apt to stay on later. Um, 
or get up earlier and they're working they they forgot about that work life balance because of fact they're home so they don't have to rush home like one guy was telling me how um he you know would take in the afternoons rush home to take his dog for a walk and then um come you know have to come back and whatnot and he um said i don't i don't have to worry about that like i can literally um take my lunch go and um walk my dog and then um come back and i get right back on the computer and i'm only gone like five minutes or ten minutes right. or whatever but people are using that time they're right. working which is great for the companies but they're also lacking in that balance now. See, you know, I disagree that it's great for the companies um, because I think that's causing burnout. Yeah. I'm talking to so many people, friends, associates, clients, and people who I'm just, you know, part of uh, different organizations for the industry together. And burnout is real. And I think it's because people are doing, to your point, that break that used to take 20-minute drive home for a five minute walk and then a 20 minute drive back to the office, it's still an hour almost that you're out of the office. And that is good for mental acuity, right? And it's, it is not happening anymore. I just have this conversation with somebody that they needed to get out of the house. Like they, I'm an out of the house person. I'm like you girl, I gotta get out. I gotta, gotta go. I have to have that socialization. And it's not so much like going out and drinking and partying. It's the relationships right. of people I've built with like you that it's important for me just to be like in your presence. Right. And right. I think that is like been my hardest thing is I am lacking that. And it's, it's, it makes you depressed. Right. It does. It makes people to, because there's also just not any exchange in energy. And I don't care how we were saying that some of the technical people don't like going out to happy hours and they don't, but I think they're even getting a little sick of it where, you know, they were, they're reclusive, reclusive bubbles the first month. I, my, my associates and friends who are in that, they were oh, Monica, I'm so happy. I don't exactly. have to see you. I don't have to talk to anybody. And then it switched and now they're like, Please make me go out for a coffee. Please meet me on a patio somewhere. So, um, oh, God, yes, because the Columbus chapter, so we're pre-taping this, but the Columbus chapter um, told me today that they're having a um, social distancing, social happy hour on a patio. And I was like, oh, my God, let me put that on my calendar. <laughs> what is on my calendar. Girl, you need to text me those details. I need to put that on my calendar. <laughs> um, I know it's next Thursday. So I, that's all I know so far. I have no other details. But um, I was like, what? And then I, and so I was like, oh, thanks, guys. Well, uh, and then I thought about it. I'm like, oh, they want me to go because I'll pay the bill. <laughs> <laughs> It's crazy. I know people just need people. It is. Oh my! Isn't God. that Barbara Streisand? Isn't she the one who's saying people? Or something? <laughs> oh my God! Oh my God! I'm struggling with it. It's awful. And yeah. Oh, so. Um, okay, you got a lot going on. Yeah. Yeah. It's good though. I don't like being bored, so it's Me good. Neither. Girl. 
feel like if I'm busy, I'm delivering and it makes me happy. So you know that old saying, you get, if you want something done, give it to a busy person? I am the epitome of that. And Monty, my boss, so I, I report directly to our VP of the staffing side, who's amazing. He knows everything about the industry. I would uh, walk through fire for him. And I think that that's really important, having a leader that you would trust implicitly. But anyway, he will always joke with me because he'll give me something to do. And if I'm super, super busy and I can't find a spare minute, I'll get it done for him in 10 minutes. Yes. If he gives me something to do and I've got nothing, I'm like three weeks later, he's <laughs> reminding me. Of, oh, crap, that's right. I'm sorry. I I'm the same way. I'm the same <laughs> way. I'm like, if I do it, give it to me when I'm super busy. I'll bust it out like that. I'll bust it out. I'll prioritize it. But yeah. when you're bored and you just have nothing, and I'm not saying we don't have nothing, right? We've got a lot. We've got a lot on our table and it's busy, but yeah, I get it. Yeah. I hear you. I hear you. So, um, oh, it's raining. The rain. Oh, is it good? Our yard needs it. I mean, yeah, I have some flowers I could really, I'm not so good about the whole, um, watering thing. I'm all like nature does that shit. Why should I? Nature does it when she wants it. <laughs> exactly. I'm just like, yeah, my flowers are all dying. I'm like, yeah, you get water. Yeah, they're good. about it. <laughs> And then, of course, I have neighbors who have, like, these beautiful, right, that are out there for hours. And I'm like, God, I wish I had the motivation to do what you do, but I don't. So there I don't. Luckily, my husband does, so I leave him to do that. Yeah, see, there you go, there you go. He's a, he's a good one for that. Well, <laughs> and everything. Oh, yes. He's awesome. He's the perfect man. Yes. Yeah. And he's so handsome. And he's, he is pretty cute. I'll just say he's cute because I don't want to make you jelly. <laughs> Super jelly. <laughs> All right. So, what's going to happen in the future? Do you know? I do know because I have a I have a glass bowl. You know? No, of course I don't know. Um, but I think in the future, the way I approach everything is just with open arms and an open heart because things change. Just like like with COVID, nobody expected it. But if you go into it with what is the silver lining? What am I going to learn from this? How am I going to be better? And that's the way I approach everything. So in sales, you have to learn. Um, and you only become a really good salesperson when you've had a million no's. When you've had a million people tell you no and that, you know, you stop taking it personally and you start saying, like, it's, it's just a no. It doesn't mean I'm bad at what I do. It's just a no. And then you can learn from it and you can become better. So I look at that with everything and all of the public speaking that I do and the keynotes and the topics, it's always teaching people how to be better. So what's, what's in the future? I mean, for, for me, it's to continue to help make people better and, and to take women and help them find their footing in the tech space and in the world and with their voice. Because um, to me, that, that's what I'm passionate about. And what's in the future for PSI? I mean, continue amazing. And with the leadership and with Monty and Keith, it's, it's just awesome. And they let me have my voice. And I think that's and a that's big key. thing too. So letting me have my voice and encouraging me to go out and use it. And they want to see me. I, you know, I said that I want to write a book on critical communication skills for women in the workforce. It, it's perfect. Right? 
that's the most requested topic I get asked to do. Of all of the others that I do, that is the one. People will have me come back to conferences and do the same talk year after year at the conference. Case in point, even with, with you guys there, you know, it's, it's the most requested. So I want to write a book on critical communication skills for women in the workplace. And I tell this to Monty, and he's like, I love it. What can we do to help you get, get out there? So it's that. So that's my future is continuing to just use my voice and helping other women find their voice. And not just women, but in helping men know how to talk to women better and know how to allow a woman to have her voice at the workplace. That's important. (laughs) Well, and because we'll find and anybody who's listening who hears my topic, they'll they'll have known this, but my topics are never around browbeating men because most of the time the mansplaining or the bro creation is happening with somebody who's actually our champion who oh yeah yeah that they they are for a woman to have these you know grandiose ideas and they are trying to help but it's actually hindering because they don't realize the way they're going about it is actually robbing us from our voice or most commonly, and not to get into my whole topic, but more common than not, is a woman will think, wait a minute, I just said that. I just said that, and now you're trying to take credit for it. But a lot of times in a man's mind, he's not trying to take credit. He's just trying to reword it a way to help other people hear it, but women won't recognize it that way. No, so yeah. I think it's about learning. I actually want to do a topic, not at a women in tech conference, but maybe a people in tech conference of critical communication skills for people in the workplace, because there's you just should, as many well, ones with men. They didn't, um, they ended up canceling, but path to agility, that would be a good one for. Yeah, I was also thinking CIO tomorrow mm-hmm, that would um, be or anything, you know, Cisco does some really, really big stuff on um, all of them. And it doesn't, and quite honestly, with that topic, it doesn't have to be around technology. No, it's anywhere. It's people. It's people in the workplace and how to work better together. Critical communication skills. Yeah. It's it's a big thing. It is a huge thing. Mm -hmm. Huge, huge, huge. All right. Well, you're busy. It's a Friday night. You probably have a hot date. Where are our cocktails? I know, right? I didn't grab one before I got <laughs> I just got water, girl. <laughs> I, had, I, didn't have, I didn't have anything. <laughs> I said to Mike, I was like, I have my hair and my makeup done, and I'm in a clothes with, like, jewelry. When do we do that right now? Like, we work all day in our PJs. <laughs> like, oh. I, feel like, I feel like we should go out. <laughs> you should. You should be like, you need to take me out for a nice dinner tonight. Nice dinner. Yeah, on a covered patio because it's raining. Although I'm out in the country, so it might not be raining where you're at. I'm out in Atna. I don't think it is yet, but it's getting cloudy. It looks like it's going to start raining. Yeah, I'm out in Atna, so I'm I'm far out into the country. So, oh well, things happen over here that don't happen in the rest of the world. Right. That's right. All right. Well, um, give one of to your handsome husband. I will. Okay, because that's like my social distancing. <laughs> that's right. I'll, I'll, I'll pass him some love. But I think it's exciting. Thank you for doing this too. You know, you're always um, on that cutting edge and I love it. And I love, again, 
helping however I can. So you let well, me we know. We love having you on. It's so much on fun. Get with it. Love your energy. Love, love your energy. Thanks. So, you know, I have, um, it's being released on Monday, so I can talk about it now. She'll probably hear this one too, but I interviewed this woman yesterday and her name was Laura. And, um, she, this is the craziest thing, Monica. She has created a platform on how to connect people with tattoo artists, artists. And the, I, it was fascinating. It's called tatted. I, I, I was like, Oh my God, I, this is phenomenal. I have to look because my husband's covered in them. Well, uh, yeah, so tattoos everywhere. she has created this platform. She hasn't released it yet. September 12th is her big release date. And you like put, you have mood boards and you can like put together your tattoos and you can send it off to artists and they will pick. Oh my God. It is so cool. Oh, I, I can't know. wait to hear about it. Oh my God. It is the coolest thing. I would have never put that culture or industry with it. Right. right. Like, so everything's with it now everything thing is it so i love it yeah I'll let so you how about it. this i'll make a promise to you that when my book gets published i'll do my launch with something with get with it oh perfect fantastic I'll do that launch <laughs> <laughs> and we'll make sure the champagne's a flowing perfect there we go all right, girl. Well, enjoy your evening with your lovely husband. Thank you. Because it is a Friday. Thank you. Oh, and before we sign off, I'm going to take a photo so I can, because you know, you got to <laughs> gotta put it out there. <laughs> got to show everyone what we're doing. I was like, what is she doing? <laughs> it's a picture of her. Did you get screen. a bad picture? Hmm, let's see. Bad picture. It better not be a bad picture. We don't take bad pictures, girl. <laughs> I think it's cute. What do you think of that? I can't. Oh, yeah, we're cute. We're good. Yeah, super we're cute. good. Super cute. I love okay. it. Perfect. Well, thank you. I, I love can't you. wait. Love All you, right. honey. We'll talk soon. All right. Have a nice weekend. Thanks. Stay safe and healthy. I shall. You as well. Thanks for tuning in and don't forget to subscribe to our podcast and leave a review. We will see you next time and feel free to drop us a line at getwitit.org.